This is Dr. Lee Ma on Dr. Lee Ma's podcast, and t- the title of today's episode is "Alone with Vermeer." Do you like Vermeer? I love Vermeer. You probably realize that when I say Vermeer, I mean the Dutch Golden Age artist Johannes Vermeer's paintings. Many years ago, during a trip to the Netherlands to see works by Van Gogh and Rembrandt, I discovered Vermeer's works, and I have been in love with his paintings ever since. I remember the long lines in front of the Maritals in Den Haag. And Rijks Museum in Amsterdam, of people waiting in the freezing winter to get in to see the works of these Dutch masters. What I found interesting was that, while it felt to me like a perfect setting in the museum to see paintings by Rembrandt, Ovengel, with others around. When I encountered Vermeer's works, I was overcome by the desire to see them alone, to be left alone in the world Vermeer created for me. So, you probably wouldn't be surprised if I tell you, while I enjoyed Van Gogh and Rembrandt. At the end of it all, it was Vermeer's works I wanted to bring home, and I just did that, of course, by ordering prints from the museums where I saw the originals. One of these prints is now at my clinic, on the wall of the reading area of patients' waiting room. Its original is titled "Girl Reading a Letter at an Open Window," which Vermeer painted probably in 1659, and it's in the collection of Gemal de Galeria. Altmeister in Dresden, Germany. For listeners who hope to stay on today's show but are not familiar with this painting, I suggest you search for "Girl Reading a Letter at an Open Window" and set it on your screen when you are listening on. This is a painting of a room filled with sunlight through an open window. A young woman stands facing the window, her hands holding a one-page letter with a rather tight grip. Her gaze casts downwards onto the letter, and she looks completely locked. 
in that moment of her world. The sun rays travel through the window and fall gently on her face, on her silky gown, and her blonde hair, which highlights her young and graceful profile. In the foreground of this painting, we can see a large table adorned by a richly colored and vividly textured Turkish rug. On this table are some fruits and an Oriental bowl. It is hard to miss that one half of a peach left uneaten there. Also in the foreground. Even close to us as viewers than the table, there is a long pale gold curtain draping down and occupying one side of the canvas, as if separating us, the viewers, from the girl's room, creating a feeling that we are outside, looking in. The golden sheen of this drape resonates with the color of the girl's hair and gown. There is also a satin drape lining the open window, and its dark red color is in the similar tone of the red motifs in the Turkish rug. Both the Turkish rug and the Oriental football were fashionable among higher classes in the Netherlands during their golden age, when they monopolized important maritime trade routes with the Near and the Far East. The fruits, collectively also a symbol of all things perishable, can also remind us. Of the fleeting time, in contrast to the sense of timelessness of the world the girl is in, with her letter. Upon closer examination of the canvas, you can see a reflection of the girl's face from the window glass she stands close to. This not so sharp, and perhaps a slightly distorted reflection of her, evokes more curiosity from us, of her innermost thought, at the moment. Whom is the letter from? Is it bad news? Is it a letter of promises, or the possibilities are endless? The page of the letter is very crinkled. Did it arrive in that shape, or did it become that way later? One subtle suggestion Vermeer makes here is that the letter arrived unexpectedly. 
when the girl was having a peach, and she stopped in hasty to open and read the letter. The magic Lemire has is to portray a most familiar domestic scene that we can all relate to, such as reading a letter. Yet he freezes the scene right there, as if time has stopped. He includes carefully selected details and devices to lead us into the narrative, but he does not talk much about the story. Instead, he invites us in. He lets us recall. Our own story of receiving and reading a unforgettable letter, and we get to complete the story in our own way. By now, we can tell, Vermeer designed this work very carefully. Every detail has a meaning, from the one half of a peach left uneaten, to the page of the letter looking so crinkled. Each detail has a purpose. Nothing is left to chance. That is probably why, with this image of only one human subject. In one corner of a room, Vermeer offers much more than many other paintings we may have looked at, of scenes with more people and more activities. Indeed, masterpieces of art of any kind need not to be elaborated. A famous quote by Mark Twain says, quote, "Not that the story needs to be long, but it will take a long time to make it short." Vermeer only painted about thirty-six pieces during his lifetime, and these are not huge canvases either. But each of his works is a masterpiece, in my opinion. Another print of Vermeer's works I brought back is now in my own office at the clinic. The original is titled "The Little Street." Vermeer painted this piece around 1657 to 1658, and it is in the collection of Rijksmuseum Amsterdam. Again, it may help for listeners to search for "The Little Street" by Johannes Vermeer and set it on your screen while listening on. On a demanding day at the clinic, if I get a minute or two at my own disposal,
I often choose to look at the merest little street. Standing in front of it, I feel as if I was furnished with a window to another world. This painting is a random view of a short block of a street, with a few houses of warm colors and lively textures. To enhance the sense of textures of bricks and tiles, Vermeer was said to have mixed sand with paint to create that rougher surface of the houses. There were four human figures in this painting. There is a lady standing in an alley, working with a hand tool. There is another lady from another house, sitting at her front door sewing, or may I guess, she could also be making laces, which many Dutch housewives did during that time. Outside the houses by the street, there are two people laying tiles on the pavement. Nobody is in any rush, and yet we are looking at a very gratifying world. This could be that comforting little street of mine, or yours, when we were a kid, growing up. In our old town or village, this is how life felt back then. In our little neighborhood, we looked around, seeing life going on, seeing the same folks carrying on their routines, day after day, time after time. And you had always thought you would forever stay, because it was your place. Here again, Vermeer's allure is that he engages us with a scene of everyday life, but so lively and lovely presented. In this little street, with warm colors. Vivid textures and human elements, Vermeer has composed the song of everyday life, both delightful and comforting, that sings to the memory of the childhood in many of us. It may be a good juncture to briefly mention the historic backdrop of Vermeer's time. During the last decade of 16th century, the northern provinces of the Netherlands became independent from Spanish rule, and this marked the beginning of the so-called Dutch Golden Age. From then on, and spanning about the entire 17th century, 
the Dutch Empire grew to become one of the major seafaring economic powers. During this golden age, Dutch astronomy, medicine, military, and art, especially paintings, were among the most acclaimed in the world. Among the Dutch Golden Age artists, Vermeer is unique. Many experts have commented that Vermeer's paintings are scenes of simple domestic acts, but elevated to ethereal levels. His works evokes feelings such as the sense of harmony. The relationship between human and nature, the joy of life, as well as the sense of possibilities that are universal, thus meaningful to all humanities. In a busy and noisy world. With an extremely demanding profession, I need Vermeer, and I hope you also find some Vermeer's paintings to fall in love with, and you find yourself coming back to them again and again, feeling enriched.